Well, thanks for again for being with us for this Rebuild podcast. And we're continuing to do these conversations with people in our pews who have experienced Rebuilt, the Rebuilt model uh, in, in the pews and have experienced this life-changing Christ. Uh, today, talking with Brian Rogers, really happy to talk with Brian, um, he's a great supporter of the parish, uh, very enthusiastic about Rebuilt. He's actually on our Rebuilt board. And Brian, you're going to hear in his story, again, the importance of our steps, of the importance of, again, we talk about five steps at the church, uh, serve in a ministry or missions, tithe and give, engage in a small group, practice prayer and sacraments, share your faith. This is all about, again, shaping a clear discipleship path for people. And uh, Brian has just grabbed on the steps, especially the T in tithing and giving. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, so, so glad to introduce you to Brian Rogers and our conversation about his spiritual journey. All right, so Brian, uh, thanks so much for doing this. And, yeah, no problem. Um, just just start out for people, give a little background about yourself, where you grew up, where you're from. Yeah, so, yeah, so I, uh, I grew up uh, in Timonium, um, so literally on Timonium Road. Um, I was a uh, parishioner of uh, St. Joseph's Texas Parish, very traditional Catholic church, and, uh, and um you know, was was sort of as a younger person, what people knew me for was I played lacrosse as a young man, and um, it was um, it was sort of the passion, my passion as a as a young person, and I was very fortunate to um, to leverage lacrosse to um, get a scholarship to go to the University of Virginia and play lacrosse there, get a great education, um, and um, shortly after. Um, graduating maybe maybe a year after graduating met my met my wife um, of now 33 years we have uh, four uh, beautiful daughters two two of the older ones are, are married so we've got uh, we finally got boys in the family now <laughs> yeah. and our and our, and our uh, third daughter has a serious boyfriend uh, John so uh, now very um, you know, grew up in the area, um, basically left to go to school. And then and came the, back to Baltimore. And yeah. came back to Baltimore. The only other time I left was to go to um, to the beach in the summer and lived at the summer for three for three years. But yeah. uh, I'm, a, I'm a Timonium guy, and I live about uh, five miles from where I grew up. <laughs> Total Baltimore story. Yeah. yeah. Right, very yeah. very uh, typical. So, you know, talking about kind of spiritual conversation here, what was your relationship with God as a kid, or what were you taught yeah. about God, you, you know, yeah, Growing so that, I think that's a it's a great question, and and it's actually um, it's actually Tom something I talk about a lot um, with with folks, and uh, as I as I describe my my spiritual journey, I uh, I describe it as you know I was raised a guilty Catholic, and uh, and uh, what I what I mean by that, and it's it's um, is that um, once again very traditional Catholic Church we. Our family. I'm, I'm a. I'm half Italian, and I've got a lot of Irish in me. And so, you know, we had we were Catholic on both sides of the family. So, you know, we went to church, and um, and it was all about sort of going through the motions of of, of church life. And uh, in terms of a, a relationship with the Lord, um, this is this is the guilty part. Is it was really um, unfortunate, but the way. Uh, the the way I sort of viewed the Lord is is that you didn't bother him with little things. You didn't really have a relationship until you really needed something big. Right. And then you know when you got to that big thing and you really needed to go ask, um, you better had been on your best behavior. Right. Because unless you had enough chits uh, yeah. accumulated <laughs> when you went for the big ask, you know you were you were sort of you know out of luck and. Um, so that was, you know, and, and I would tell you that was my relationship with the Lord. Um, and once again, never, never didn't have faith, never didn't believe in the Lord. But in terms of our relationship, that was my relationship until probably I was in my, you know, late thirties, early forties. Okay. So you went to you probably Virginia? Did you keep going to church, or did you stop? I did. I did. We had a we had a, a group of guys on the lacrosse team that would. I would say we probably went fifty percent of the time. Okay, um, there was a really easy to get to parish, and um, and no, that was a that was kind of a 
it was a kind of a neat social thing to do with the, yeah. with the guys, and so it was e- it was easy to continue uh, to continue on with that. But your mentality was definitely you kind of put stuff in the bank account, that kind of thing. Put to, it in the bank account, so when you needed it, you could withdraw. Yeah, kind of you, and you know, once again, you know, if if you if you needed to withdraw and there wasn't enough in there. God ain't helping you out. God ain't help- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> that was a conception of God. Find somebody else because God's not going to be uh, there. <laughs> I got you. Right. Too bad. Yeah. yeah. Too bad. Okay. Now, I think that's a lot of people. So, uh, what then? What when you? How did you get connected to nativity? What? Yeah. How did that so happen? So it's interesting. Um, uh, another another sort of funny story is um, grow, growing up in Timonium and going to uh, St. Joseph's, uh, Tech, Texas. Um, nativity was the, it was the overflow church. So essentially when, when St. Joe's got so crowded, yeah. they built nativity, nativity. Yeah. Yeah. and nativity was, and I, as I recall, I'm pretty sure that, that they pretty much said, you know, if you live on this line, you know, you're going to go to nativity. And, and I, I, I'm pretty sure we were on the line where we had to go to nativity and, um, and nativity was the. It was the weird church when I was <laughs> when I was a kid, and I say that. Yeah, this it, is back even before. Th- this yeah, was yeah, this was, kid, in the, right. this was in the seventies. Yep. Okay. This was in the seventies, and it and it, it was weird because the, the construction was was sort of funny, but the really weird part was that they didn't have kneelers. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, how could you have a church and not have kneelers? And yeah. So, um, but um, that's but why I, we got blamed for that. Father Michael and I, you'd be like, you get that? Like, we weren't here. We didn't build the church. We, like, but, I, like, but I, but I would, I would say I, I probably came to Nativity, you know, fifteen percent of the time. Once it was built, I mean, I was definitely, I was not a parishioner here, but I attended Nativity because St. Joe's was so crowded, yeah. and uh, you couldn't get on the parking lot there, and. You know. So I mean, you been, so you came here even before changes and all that kind of stuff. You were you were you were yeah. a member. Well, here. I was I was a member before I went to college, and then I went to college, and then it never came back here after okay after college because I didn't move back to Timonium until I was a little bit older. So, kind of your your spiritual journey with Nativity, I guess. Talk, talk about that. How did yeah. that you know, or how we started helping you? Get how the, yeah, the connection, the connection. So, as as I as I said. Um, you know, this sort of uh, uh, traditional guilty relationship. Um, and just, just as an aside, my, um, my sister, so I'm, I'm one of three. So I have an older brother and I have an older sister and I'm the, I'm the baby. And my sister, um, uh, who's three years my elder, um, she, um, she was in her 20s or early 30s, and she bro- she broke from the Catholic Church um, because she wasn't getting the she wasn't getting that spiritual right. um, nurtured getting, or, yeah, or fed. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't right. And she and she uh, uh, she would say um, she would say you know you know well I you know I have this relationship it's a you know it's a relationship I have with the Lord every day and and um, you know. W- we, we would sort of like, you know, what are you talking about? Like we, we couldn't, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my brother, I couldn't even like connect with what yeah. she was, she was doing. So like anyway, I put, I put that to the side because I did have somebody in my life that was sort of walking, walking with Jesus, walking with the Lord. But it was, it was probably in my, I don't I, you know, Tom, I can't place the I can't place the year, but it was maybe, um, 15 years ago or so. Um, somebody, somebody said, um, you know, uh, we were talking about faith and I was sharing what I'm sharing with you now. And they said, you know, you, you ought to, you ought to try out, there's something going on over at Nativity and, um, you know, you ought to, you ought to give it a try. You ought to go over there and, you know, see what, see what's going on. And so I did. So I did. And I, I started coming and, um, initially I came by myself. Um, now, now I got the whole family online coming coming from all around the yeah. country but but initially you know I sort of walked walked through the door by myself and and I just um, you know I, I just started getting connected with you know and what nativity did for me this is really the you know this is the game changer in my life this is the this is my story is you know to to tr- begin to orient me toward not having that 
um, when you, when you need it relationship with the Lord and, and, and literally that the Lord, you know, you all were teaching at that time. And till to this day, we're teaching that, you know, you, you walk with the Lord every day. He's your friend. You talk to him, you confide in everything. Um, and I, and I started to, and it wasn't overnight. It, it wasn't a flip of the switch, but I started doing that. I started having that relationship. And frankly, I, I mentioned my sister because that's the relationship that she was describing to me. Right, right. <laughs> you know, the relationship where, you know, she would use the one extreme that she used was, you know, when she went to the shopping center, she would, you know, pray for a parking spot close to the front. And I think to myself, how could she possibly ask God for a parking spot? You know, and, 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 and you know, once again, with your teaching, understanding that, you know, he's involved in everything. Why wouldn't he be involved in a as simple you know, as that, and, yeah. and something as simple as that. So anyway, I started walking, um, started coming and listening, and the the, the messages for me were really um, that's where that's where it happened for me. That's where um, the, the the teaching started to occur, and um, the, the father Father White's messages were they were they were pier- they were piercing. <laughs> um, you know, I I would sit there and I. And I know, I know this now, you know, looking back, but, you know, I, I would swear he was talking to me. I mm. would, it was, it was as if, you know, this message was for me. Um, and so I would, you know, listen to the message. And once again, you know, slowly but surely I began to have that, you know, that deeper relationship with the Lord. And so that just took time. It, it just took, took time. time. Yeah, it took time. Any messages in particular that you that stood out to you early on? And I, I know we'll get to one in, in a little bit. In no, I show. think I think I think what it, it, I would say it, the the theme that stood out was the I, I'll describe it as the conversational relationship you have with the Lord. That it just know, kept coming through over and just, over again. It just kept it just kept coming through and. Um, and uh, that was that was the game changer for me. That was the that was the, when the when the change began to occur. All right, so no, no, let's jump a little bit to the big one though. Yeah, kind of big, your big story. Or yeah, my of... big story. <laughs> so I was yeah. trying to build it up too big. Yeah, but... yes, it wasn't it wasn't that big. But, <laughs> but it was I big for tell, you. I do tell a lot though. I do okay. tell the story a lot. All right, so how much you want to jump in? Or you want me to set it up? No, just set it up. Yeah. So as I understand it, it's a, it's a stewardship weekend, right? Yeah. And Father Michael's preaching and talking about, yep. again, giving. Yep. And, yeah, I'll just set it up from there. We, we yeah. do stewardship weekend a little bit differently about trying to paint a vision yeah. for people, but it hit yeah. you that weekend. Yeah. I mean, this, is the, um, this was the lightning bolt moment for, for me and my faith. Um, and and, and to, this, to this day, it's, it's, it's basically shaped what, you know, what, what I do and who I am and that kind of thing. And to your, to your point is... You know, we talk about we talk about steps. You talk about steps. You preach the, you know, the the, the five sort of pillars of discipleship, and uh, and you know, tithe being that one. And that tithe was this one one sort of un- uneventful stewardship weekend. I'm sitting there in the pews, and and I'm not thinking anything other than you know, well, this is just another, you know, um, and 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 it, it I had been prepared to the point where I wasn't sitting there in a cynical state. I wasn't okay. sitting there. Right. Um, oh, this is, this is the weekend where they're going to go for the wallet. And, uh, so I was, I was prepared, um, to, to listen. And, uh, but father white was up there and he was essentially talking and I, I, like it was yesterday. I can remember it. Um, you know, he, he was saying, you know, I can't explain it. You know, I can't explain what happens, but when you, when you make giving a priority, when you put it first, you know, things, you know, things get better for you. And it's not, it's not a dollar in, a dollar out. You don't give a dollar and expect you're going to get a dollar in return. But your relationships, you know, you know, your relationship with your friends, with your family, um, you know, it, it, you know, things get better. And, um, and, and literally, um, as I was sitting there listening, <laughs> um, I, 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 could, I could feel the Holy Spirit literally wash over me. Mm. I mean, it was, it, it, it was powerful. It was almost to the point of when it happened, I almost um, started to weep. 
hmm. because it was that it was that strong. Um, and 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 you know you on stewardship week, and I think you know if it wasn't COVID, you'd still be handing out the oh yeah the cards <laughs> in the, the, cards in the and pew. That, yeah. and I literally I, I couldn't I couldn't grab that card quick enough. <laughs> I knew at that moment. Um, and, and once again, I'd been a giver. I always, always thought of myself as being a charitable person, but, but this was different. It was different. And I grabbed the card and I took it and picked it, filled it out. And I knew, I knew exactly what the Lord wanted me to do. And the truth of the matter is it wasn't even a lot of money. It wasn't like he told me, you know, give, give X, X amount. And it was some enormous number. It was just making it a priority. It was just for really the first time, you know, making that first, making that Filling out a commitment card itself, filling too, out saying commi- this is important to me Boom. and this is going to be important to my life. Out. Boom. Filled it out, you know, put it back in the, uh, in the basket and, um, and felt really, you know, felt really good about it. And uh, Was there anything then, specific he said that you remember? I think it or was, was just- I think it was the, the, as I said, that the theme was... Um, the theme was, I can't explain it, but when you make this a priority, things in your life will get better. Okay. Just the so idea of it, 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 it literally was that, you know, um, give, make it a priority and you'll, 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 it'll, it'll come back to you. Now, one thing we haven't so, talked about, about just your back, I mean, yeah. business guy. Yeah, business guy. All right, so you'd start your own insurance insurance business, yeah. health insurance. Yeah, I, I don't so even understand I'm a, what you do. I'm a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like your your kids growing up, they have no idea what you do. <laughs> yeah, I used to say, Dad, you know, what do you do? And I'd say, I, I just I know how to make money, so I, that's, that's what I do. I know how to make money. But now I'm I'm um, I'm, I'm sort of a um, when we were when we were kids, our, our and we say, you know, what does your father do? They didn't say entrepreneur back then. They said he, he's a businessman. Right. And so I, I like I like that. I like that sort of moniker is you know, entrepreneur or businessman. Businessman. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a business guy. All right. So I'm, you're, a, I'm a business guy. You're a business and so guy. And you had your own business at that I had time. My own business at the time. And uh, and it was know, doing okay. Yeah. It, was, it, it actually the truth of the matter is is that it was a, it was a new business. Um, we were just getting underway, and um, it wasn't a particularly good time to. For the Lord to ask for for money, <laughs> things huh. were a little tight. Okay, well, that's, um, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah, and it's it kind was, of God's timing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was just you know, but it was once again, he, he he didn't he didn't tap me hard. He just you know, sort of, this is this is something you should do, and um, no, and, and uh, sort of the, the the rest of that story, Tom, is is that that you know that put me on a track of. You know, continuing to to put him first, to to continue to give, and when I say give in that particular context, the way it started out was, it started out with money because at the time, as, as you as you describe, I was in I was in a business, I was up to my, you know, up up to my my uh, eyeballs and and in things that consumed my time, so I didn't have time um, to spare, but I but I could but I could give money. Um, but once again, uh, you know, giving isn't about money. It's about what you, what you, what God's, the God's gifts and could be, you know, the talents, the experience, the relationships, it can be all those kind of things. But to, to, to once again, to sort of project forward, you know, it, 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 everything that father white said and, um, that, that things would get better. And I was, this is this is the kind of funny part of the story is is that you know every year i would do and this is over over a period of extended period of time i would find ways to to do more and give more and things just just kept getting better it's like oh my man this this stuff this really works (laughs) like this this is this is amazing and um and uh, so you saw God's faithfulness over yeah, there. Yeah, it, it was. It was just so. In other words, it, it was so um, apparent what God was doing there. It was. Yeah. It was. And once again, it was not. It was not. And it wasn't dollars. It wasn't. You know, I was making more in the business. I was. You know, had more. You know, more more toys. It was just things in my life 
just got better. And yeah. um, and um, anyway. Yeah, no, I think that's a tension, I think, with, with money because I think I, spiritual growth and then God's blessing and whatever, whatever ways are going to come back to you, come back to you from giving. That's why we talk about it as yeah. a step, that it's yeah. so important. And yeah. Jesus talked about it, but... It, it can start to sound, you got to be careful in the language, which I think you're doing. It's like, you don't want to say you give to get, but you give and you get, yeah, right? You yeah. give and it'll be given unto you. Pressed yeah. down, shaken over, yeah. you know, overflowing. That's what happens. But you got to give, you didn't do it to get something. You gave yeah. it because God said, told you to. And like yeah. you said, it felt the tap on the shoulder. Yeah. There, there, there's been, um, I, I, I would even go as far as to say, you, you, you absolutely positively don't give to get. But you can expect it. It will. It will happen, and um, and and it's okay, and it's okay, and it and it's not linear, um, but it's it's very palpable. It's very palpable. Yeah, I and mean, one of the things I just I constantly read the when I read the gospels and Jesus asks us to do something, he asks us to do it, and sometimes he appeals to our identity. This is who you are. Saw the earth, light of the world, but he also says you will be blessed. I I, I you know give and it'll be given unto you or. You know, don't let your right hand see what your left hand is doing, and then your father will, who sees in secret, will bless you. You know, like he washes the disciples' feet at the end. I am. You call me Lord and Master, indeed I am. If I wash your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. And blessed are you if you do it. So, yeah. Jesus never says not to do things out of totally altruistic reasons. Right. You know, right. out of the relationship, I guess, in what you talked about. That's exactly but, right. That's exactly um, right. So, I, I mean, any more? You know, you didn't grow like, up hearing that message, right? Yeah, you didn't hear no. that grow up about giving. No, um, it was, it was, um, no, it was, it was, um, no, the, the, the uh, you, you could, you could almost say that the offertory when I was a kid was the obligatory, <laughs> you know, it would be, be, yeah. a, be, a, be a better way of sort of describing it. And, um, and, and, and once again, you know, um, you know, my, my, my dad, when we were kids, you know, he put money in the envelope and put it in there, um, but, but I would tell you, for me, as a, as a, um, a young adult and then, a, you know, a, an adult in, their, in the 20s and late, I mean, uh, early 30s and, and, and into my 40s is, it, it was kind of what I had in my pocket. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like that day, if, if I had 100 hours in my pocket, it was a good day for the church. <laughs> you know? But, but, but if I had, you know, $5, then... You know, they got, they got $5. And, yeah. uh, and once again, that, I, that intentionality, um, is just, it's, it's part of the, it's part of the magic, if you will. So that was exactly what I was thinking of intentionality. And, and so what's cool for you and your journey is that as God blessed your business, um, and you were able to sell it. And, yeah. and and do well from that. Yeah, you've been able to do a whole bunch of other things now. Yeah, right? that's exactly right. So um, that the, the the story and 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 once again, I I, I want to be careful not to, uh, you know, the, the business did well. We did sell the business, and um, but you know, I, I don't I don't want to connect to directly connect. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because to me it it, it was that was. Um, that's what gave me the ability to do more now, but the blessings in my life came long before we got to the point of selling the business. And in fact, what what the way it actually played out was um, that we uh, it was a my, my partner in the business was a, was a gentleman named Keith Sullivan, and Keith and I were partners. It was the you know it was the Keith and Brian show, you know. And, um, and we knew, and we had other partners that were really important in that business as well, and, and, and employees and all, all those kinds of things. But we, we knew that we were going to sell the business probably two years before we did. Um, we planned for it. Um, and so there was, there was sort of time, and you never know when you do that whether you're actually going to pull it off. But it was always the, the intent. And the other, the other piece of that was, not only did we want to sell the business, but that we didn't want to be um, sort of part of the package when we sold it. So we sort of um, orchestrated it in such a way that when we sold it, we could walk away from the business. Right. And that was the idea. And so I had, you know, two years and then really an intense year 
in advance of that sale, really, you know, I'm going to be 55 years old when this happens. What do I do? (laughs) What am I going to do on the other side of this? Um, And so I had an opportunity to think about that. And and, and frankly, um, for, for those folks that are you know, b- businessmen or entrepreneurs, which, which, you, which you know, and I'll, I'll tell you this, is you never have any money. All your money's in your business. Um, the, the, the majority of your money's in your business. So, but I, you know, I, I could see down the road where we were, we were going to have, that my family was going to have a little bit of excess and sort of I was going to have an opportunity to, you know, frame out what I, what I wanted to do at least in part on the other side of that. And, uh, and once again, it was so, um, it was so apparent to me that the, that, that the Lord had his hands all over this thing, you know, and that um, one of the other things that Father White says um, is that it's his money anyway. It's his money anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and, you know, so... I mean, how, how did you grasp? When did you come to grasp that? I mean, because you I can say it was, it a bunch. I think it was, think it was part. I think it was part of that. Um, uh, once again, it, it was part of this. Just saying know, it. Walking, walking in faith, and, um, and 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 you know, and so once again, just to, just to, to continue on that is what was. It was obvious to me that he has hands all over this, this this business transaction, this this sale, this you know. Um, financial windfall, if you will. Um, and, um, and it was very obvious to me that I had to take, you know, take that into account. And, and, and as I say to people now, I'm in, I'm in, I'm, I'm a business guy, so I can't help. I love business. Right. Yeah. But I did, but I did decide that on the other side of that, that transaction that I was going to spend, you know, some portion of my time and energy um, you know, giving back. And I didn't, I didn't really know what that meant at the time. Yeah. I think a lot of people get right. Yeah, a lot of guys in your know, situation. Like, and, um, and I, and I, I thought it was about initially thought it was about, you know, maybe, you know, writing checks to, to people with the, with the, with the, with some of the excess. Um, and, and what's, what's actually transpired is, is that the thing that, the thing that I try to do is I try to get out and I, First of all, the, you know, the giving, you know, when I, when I really peeled back the onion and I said, what, what is it that the Lord, what gift has the Lord given me that is the thing that's the most valuable gift that I can give back? And, mm. you know, it's different for everybody, right? But for me, it was, you know, 35 years in business and, you know, and, and once again, the trials and tribulations of business. Because everybody thinks when you have ultimately have success in business that it was, it was an easy ride and right place, right time, anything, anything but right. right. So, um, so, so what really has has happened is is that, you know what what I do now is at least you know once again part of my time is, is is that give back at least starts with, um, that, that treasure of that business experience, right. Um, and, and, and what's amazing is, is that, um, once again, everybody's gifts are different, but for me, you know, the ability to go into, and I, you know, uh, you know, not-for-profits or people that are starting new businesses, I mean, I have the, the ability to, I have the time to, 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 do, to deal with that and to, to help them address that, is in so many situations, you can do so much good with just a little bit of you know, counseling, a little bit of, um, as I describe this, I, the way I always talk about this is, um, in, in, in business when I'm, when I'm dealing with, um, with younger folks or people that don't have a lot of as much experience in, in businesses is that people that, that are in my situation that have been in business for 30 or 40 years, we're not smarter. We've just, we just seen that we've seen that movie. And as I, as the, the, the fun story I, I say is, is that, you know, I've gotten to that fork in the road and I, and I went left and I got my legs cut out from under me. And then I got back to that same fork a number of years later. And I thought, well, maybe that was just, maybe <laughs> that was just by chance. And I go left again and I get my legs cut out from under me and I never go left anymore. When I, get <laughs> I go right. And what I can do for, what I can do for a business person 
what I could do for a young entrepreneur, what I could do for um, a not-for-profit is when they get to that fork, I say, go right. All right, let me interrupt you, Brian, and, and kind of go back. If there's some pastors here or church leaders like me, yep. um, they have – there's Brian's out there and their peers right. and that kind of That's thing. Right. Um, guys have been successful or are going to be successful. I mean, I mean, just what attracts you then? What's a way for them to attract that kind of that mindset to to them? Who, who like someone like you was looking to invest at the end of the day, yep. time and money. Yeah. How can they be attracting more people like that? You know, I I think that um, uh, here's what here's what I would say is that the that there are there are people sitting in the pew, sitting in the pews of those churches right now that there are 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 having that same experience that I had. Um, and, um, and you know, I'm not a, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be the guy that gets, you know, in the middle of church, like starts hooting and hollering and goes <laughs> and runs up, runs up on stage. It's not, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm sort of, you know, quiet in my, in my faith. And, um, and so I, I think it's incumbent. You, you, you actually did an outreach to me and, and we we started to have a connection, and then I was able to sort of share this, um, you know, share this this faith story with you. Um, so, well, yeah. So there is that relational piece. You just be be reaching yeah. out to people as they become yeah. a, you become aware of them. Yeah, I, I think that you know, um, for, for for the pastors, there's I, I don't know. There's triggers. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Well, I'm thinking just your story is. For you know, I'm like I got to share this with Father White after this, right? I'm like he's got to hear, and I'm sure he knows it. But for the for the pastor, the preacher who's getting up there week after week, yeah, and is my words having any meaning? And, and you have to get better at that. You got to get better at speaking, but right. it does. The word will not return to me void. That it yeah. changed your heart one day yep. over time, and it's it's the grind. It's the perseverance. It's the, it's you got to keep doing the, it. It's the grind. But and, uh, bang, it hits you. Yep. Made an impact on you and put you on this journey and. You know, and you know, obviously, you're sitting here with me because I know how incredibly how how much we have benefited from you, and how much this parish has benefited because you've yeah. been in our pews and have taken the message and this word and yeah. have run with it. So yeah, and that's and that's really the um, you know that, that's the piece that I was was getting to before is is that in addition to that you know sort of sharing that um, you know being able to to give in terms of um, you know my time you know. Um, my, my experience, the other, the other piece here was that I, I wanted, I wanted to share the word to folks and, and this in a, in a totally non sort of, uh, not necessarily having faith wrapped around it, but just this concept of, you know, be, becoming an intentional giver, um, and the, the, the benefit of becoming an intentional giver. And, 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 um, as I said, for, for certain folks, I wrap that in the, in a faith story. And for other folks, I say, you know, there's just, there's just so many. And it, and once again, people get it, but, 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 but stepping off and making that, that, that sort of that leap of, and, and you guys describe it and father white describes it so well is, um, it's, it's putting it first and, and it's, um, you know, my, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a late baby boomer. Yeah, I'm just on the tail end of the baby boomers. And, um, and, you know, I, I would, I would describe, you know, the, the way we sort of thought about giving was as, as we grew up is cause we were always, we were always after the next thing, the bigger house, you know, right. the, 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 the next level car, the, TV or whatever. And I think the way we would sort of process things is when, when we have enough, we'll give, yeah. you know, when we have enough, we'll give. And, and, and the problem with that is you never get, you, you never have enough, yeah. you know, yeah. it's always another vacation. Um, there's always a bigger house, another car. Yeah, I don't know if that's just the baby boomer generation. I think yeah. that's every person. Maybe, thinks. maybe it's when everybody. I get, when I get more, when I have enough, I'll give. And you have well, to here's to give here's first. why here's why I make that 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 uh, I sort of make that that uh, separation because I think there's an opportunity with this younger generation. 
I think they, they see giving and they see this a little differently than we did. Um, and I think the opportunity is to get to this younger generation. And this is, once again, this is another area that I'm pressing on is, you know, when you're in your 20s and your 30s, you know, make giving intentional. And, and once again, you, if, you, if it's $500 a year, if it's $200 a year, it's okay. But, but it's first. Right. It's first. And it's deliberate. And it's planned. And, and, I, and, I, and once again, I, I want to I stress that for, um, you know, for anybody who's listening is that, that um, you know, it's not how much you, you give that you get, you get back so much. It's, it's that intentionality and it's that deliberate, it's that deliberate act. And I'll give, give you an example is um, one, one that everybody, I think, uh, sort of shares now is, you know, the, the Facebook or, um, you know, the, what's the, what's the, what's the, uh, application call where they ask for money. They, they can raise money online. Uh, like crowdfunding kind of yeah. thing or GoFundMe. What, what's the, what's the one that's the, 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 the popular one. GoFundMe. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. GoFundMe. That's it. It's yeah. GoFundMe. Yeah. Right. GoFundMe. So, you know, my, my kids, um, you know, somebody puts out a GoFundMe and, you know, it's once again, it's, it's, and I'm, I'm even going to say it's a really a legitimate, like somebody's sick, somebody's really in need. Um, and, you know, you give, you give the $25, you give the $50. And I'm, I'm, once again, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't do that, but, but I will, I would suggest to you that when you do that, it's fleeting, it's fleeting, it, you do it, you feel good about it, and then it's gone. And when you do it, when you give with intention, when you give in a deliberate fashion, when you sit down um, as a young couple and you say, you know, here's what we want to do for this year. You know, um, we're, we're, not a, we're not in a place where we can do a lot, but you know what, we can, we can set aside $300 this year to give. And here's the plan to do it. And you do it. And, and even better, Tom, if you can somehow, when you make that, when you do that gift, and let's just say it's money in this case, if you could somehow get connected and feel the impact of what you're doing mm. so that you can actually, it, it, it sort of goes in yeah. and, it, and it sticks. Um, I, I'm telling you, the, 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 the benefit that comes back, it's just... It's it's multiples. Well, it's I, multiples. I, I think that's another thing for, yeah. I think there's work to be for both giver and the yeah. the people who receive the donation for people like me and people who are working in parishes to help givers understand their impact and the difference things are making and to remind them of what it is because yeah. we forget that or forget to point that out. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and then, I think I think I think I think that the nativity actually does a a really good really good job of of explaining sort of. Where, where, where the gifts are going yeah. and, and, and where, where it's benefiting. But, but you're right, though, because, you know, giving, giving in a lot of cases to organizations, you know, you give to, you know, it's a great cause. It's, it's cancer. It's heart disease or whatever. But you give, this is, you know, this is going to be, sound sort of cynical a little bit, but you give and it goes into a big pot. You don't really know what, what's happening with it. And, you know, but the only thing you really know is you are going to get, they are going to reach back out to you, <laughs> um, yeah. but, but not necessarily to thank you, right? but to, but to ask, to ask for more. Yeah. And uh, if you can get that giver to connect with the impact that they're having and to have them feel that, then you don't even have to ask yeah. because they, they can't get enough of it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, let me, let me uh, back up the, off that a little bit and just say, you know, when you came to Nativity back the second time, I guess not, yeah. you know, when you started coming, it was changing. I'm asking everyone this question. So from a, on a scale, where are you in your relationship with Christ? So negative 10 would have been you were a Satanist. Okay. Right. Positive 10, Mother Teresa. Right. You know, <laughs> what, where would you have said you were when you first started coming? A solid uh, five. A five. Okay. Yeah, That's I would pretty say good. A, a so solid, po- plus five, right? Not yeah, negative. Plus five. Yeah. Plus five. Yeah. I mean, I was... 
you know, I, I, I believed in God. I, you know, um, had, had faith. Um, just, didn't, just didn't have the, 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 the relationship. The, 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 the relationship I wasn't getting as much out of the relationship as I could have. Mm, so it wasn't, a way to put that. wasn't a lack of faith. That's why I put it at five. Um, but, but, but it was, you know, now, I mean, I mean, I, I get back so much more. So in, in yeah, my, what, do you, what do you give your number now? It's interesting. Uh, I was going to get back as much as I could have. In other words, yeah, again, yeah. it's always, you know, as Rick Warren likes to say, you're as close to God as you want to be. Yeah. And I'm, not that we're always going to feel that closeness, yeah. but w- yeah. we are receiving more as we open ourselves up. So, yeah, well, I interrupted you. I would say, I would say that, that I don't want to answer it in a, in a numerical fashion, so Got I'll it. answer it this way. I feel like I'm in a really good a really good place with the Lord at this point in my life, and I hope um, I hope it continues to go deeper and stronger. And that's why I don't want to, you know, I feel yeah. like I'm a I feel like I'm a ten if you want if you will at this point in my life for where I am. But it doesn't mean that this would would add up to a ten you know ten years from now. Yeah. Just continual so, growth and, just, and yeah, process. Yeah, the, 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 the continue to, to grow. And, um, it, it's a little bit easier to ask that question kind of retrospect yeah, than it is. It, yeah. Here's, 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 one, here's one, uh, one piece that um, uh, you know, we, talked about, we talked about giving. We talked about walking with the Lord. Um, the other, I, I would say, transformation, and this is just really probably in the last three or four years, is the the idea of going out and actually you know evangelizing actually being willing to you know have the conversation with folks um uh you know i you know i'm still i'm still very measured on when i do it but i'm not but i mean i would absolutely not have done it you know 10 years ago like mm-hmm. i would never have have thought to go out and you know, be, be any kind of, you know, evangelist in terms of trying to draw, draw somebody closer to the Lord. And, um, and, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's the fact that now, um, I don't really, you know, I'm, I, once again, I'm at a place in my life where, um, you know, I don't have, I don't have a boss that I have to worry about, you know, the boss getting mad at me for, you know, bringing the Lord into the conference room. Uh Um, but um, and once again, I'm, I'm measured about when I do it, but I'm but I do it quite often now, um, and um, I have I have the opportunity to tell my story and um, and uh, you know once again that's a uh, you know you you know you know how much I appreciate steps the steps process and you know for me it, it was just you know it, it, it's like okay. Here, here, are, here are five things that, you know, that I, that I can focus on. And I know exactly what those five things, not, it's not a hundred things. I don't have to read, I don't have to read the whole Bible. You know I mean? I have to have the Bible memorized as you and I have talked before, you know, Catholics don't read the Bible, but you actually have me reading the I'll Bible. I'll say you're reading Mark though, right? No, now. I'm reading it. I mean, it's like, uh, it's um, uh, it's funny, you know. It's crazy, Tom. I'm reading the Bible. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, it's funny. Let me let me ask you a question about that in a second. But it's it's kind of funny because that was kind of thrown in to the message, like as an idea. Yeah. And I'm like, just put it in there because people, someone will do it. Right. And you reach out to me like, I'm yeah. reading. All right, I'm reading Mark. Tell, give me the plan. Where, where do I read? Where do I read right. the Gospel of Mark? Where is this on Facebook? I don't, way, I don't know. I don't know. Mark's easy. Mark's really. Like, it is. That's what a, I say. Buzz right through Mark. I know. That's what I try. I tell you an hour or two a day. You know, hour or two you can read through Mark, and it's. I love Mark's my favorite gospel yeah. too because it's like. But all you really have to do is read Luke, and you're. You know, if you really read Luke, you know, for me, and once again, I'm not a. Uh, you know, as as a Catholic growing up. I, I didn't, you know, I, I did not read the Bible. Yeah. And, no, um, I, I was in a small group a while back, and when, I don't know, remember a few years, this was probably about 10 years ago now, but we challenged people to read one of the four Gospels, whichever mm-hmm. one you want to read. Right. Kind of like with reading. And I was in a, a small group of guys who've gone to church their whole life. Yeah. And they're like, I never read this before. I never heard this before, because it wasn't yeah. one of the Gospels you heard at Mass or whatever. Like, right. never, you know, <laughs> and just things pop in from that so yeah such a simple thing yeah anything key insight you're getting from reading the gospel of mark no it's it's it's, uh, 
I, I what I here's what I would tell you is the um, the the evidence in the Bible of the miracles, unless you unless you spend time there and really connect with it in a very in a very tangible level, um, I I think you you miss it. Like you know you know well God's great He does all these miracles, but then when you start to read the Bible, and it's like He did that, He, he did that. <laughs> And the apostle, and they did that. Um, you know, it, it uh, to me, and, and once again, when, as you read, you remember, like, I heard this in church, I heard this in church, I heard this in church. But um, what, what's amazing to me is that um, as a Catholic, and this is not true for a lot of faith traditions, right? As a Catholic, you can be a 58-year-old guy, which is how old I am, and not have read the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you go to go to a different different faith, um, you know, traditions, and um, you know, and they're they're calling out, you know, you know, give me, you know, could you could you say something? And yeah, yeah. I, I've been in those situations a couple times in my life where I'm like, oh, please God, don't call on me, <laughs> please, please don't call on me. <laughs> so how how are you reading, Mark? Are you reading this in the morning? Where do you, where do you? I, I actually you? I actually um. I was, down, I was down. I was actually down. At, we have a, a, a nice little home. Little private little home down on the shore um, in St. Michael's, and uh, I was down there catching up on work, and um, it was just me, and um, it, I just sat down and buzzed through half of it in one in one sitting, okay. and uh, and um, I'm ahead I'm ahead of the calendar, <laughs> right? That's uh, right because you told me how many I had to read had to read per day, and and um, I'll, I'll finish it up between now and Christmas. Okay. So it was, it was putting aside an hour or a sizable amount of time. Yeah, it was. It was a, yeah, I just kind of sat down and and um, it, it, as I said, it was so it was it was so easy. Mark, yeah. Mark was just Mark was really easy to to read. Yeah, I, I, that's why I think it's the best one to read to start. Um, any passage from that that's that's resonating with you, so. or just the, the miracles I, I, right now? That's what's popping. Once again, more not Mark, but more broadly about. The, the Bible itself is is getting the getting the texture on the miracles, uh, you know. And, and once again, it's you know, it's not as if you don't know, but when you as you're reading it and it's sort of building, mm, it's really, yeah. really, you know, amazing. Anyone uh, that the parish has been a model or a mentor to you when it comes to faith or. Anyone um, in the parish? Yeah, or maybe not, or outside too. That's been, I, you know, I, I would I would tell you no. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it was it was. Um, it's for been me, the system, so to speak. I don't for, know. How yeah, to put for it me, out. for me, it was it was, um, it was the it was the system. It was, you know, for me, it was coming to church and listening to the message, and then it was for me, it was just. Striking up, striking up that relationship, striking up that conversation with with uh, with the Lord, and that's kind of what what did it for me. So it seems to me Father White's been the most, though, just hearing oh, the consistent cl- messages. Cl- clearly, and you and, and, and I'm not just saying this because you're interviewing me. You 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 have that same sort of ability to to, to I say piercing. You sort of you get right at the you get right at what it what it's all about. Um, and um, and once again, you um, the the I would say the the you know if, there, if there's pastors that are that are listening, maybe, maybe another little anecdote here is the um, is the homework assignments, the the proactive, you know, do do this, do that. Um, I think it's helpful, and 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 it's not to say that you do it every time, right? You know, but you but you think about it, and so. It's very. I think it's very helpful, and it, and once again, it's very different than how the sermons that I grew up with. In you know, once again, a very traditional. I mean, the the the, the pastors that were at St. Joseph's, Texas. You know, there's a archbishop in Delaware that was that was there. I mean, they, these were you know great great men of faith, um, but you know, you were preached at. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. I don't want to be preached to. It's, it's yeah, more about yeah. a conversation and walking alongside with. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, as, as we were actually, I guess we weren't. I don't know. 
of you know, telling pastors for the Christmas Eve and remind them, you, you, we're the guide, right? You're the guide, mm-hmm. we're the Yoda, they're the Luke, and their spiritual journey. That's what we have to position ourselves with. Yep. So, yep. Um, but not preaching at, but kind of trying to be the guide. Yeah. Right? And I think, I think the, um, once again, the, the system and the consistency at Nativity is how it all sort of, it all ties together. Um, you know, once again, for me, um, that's kind of the way I'm, I'm wired that way. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so once, once it was all sort of lot, it all was sort of logical and all sort of tied together. And then I, I started pushing on, there's different, a plan. Here's a plan. Here's the steps. I started right? pushing on different pl- parts of the, of, of the logic and it started to mel make sense. And, and, um, you know, um, uh, to me, I, you know, uh, as, as I, as you know, it, it's, it's been life changing for me. It's been absolutely life changing for me. And so, you know, I'm just I'm so I'm so appreciative. Um, I, I I don't do interviews, but I'm doing this for you, Tom. <laughs> I didn't know. All right, I didn't know I was taking out a bank I'm account. Just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing. With you. All right, last question. Because sure, um, sure. so, just where do you think your next step is? How where do you continue growth? Where do where do you go? Well, from I, here? I I think it's. Um, I, I think it's um, the, the here's the way I, the way I would describe it is more and more um, and, and once again I, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not a holy roller you know, I, I, I'm I'm a flawed individual you know but if you just if you think about the way you live your life and you get to those those points and you say what would Jesus do and the more time when you get to that those sort of inflection points and you think to yourself, what would Jesus do? And then you actually do it. The more, the more that becomes a natural thing for me, I think that's kind of how, how I see it. And the, and the fact that I'm even articulating that that's a, that's a thing that I process sometimes it doesn't always come, sure. but some, but sometimes it comes. And, uh, so being more, being more like Jesus, trying to be more like Jesus, that's, that's, um, you know, that's, that's the next step for me. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's all of us. Well, thanks Brian for, uh, granting me the interview and, and doing <laughs> this. Um, really appreciate yeah. all you do and yeah. you're part of this community and as, as thanks I, so much. As I said, uh, the thanks is all, all to you and, and, uh, and nativity. Thank you.